0: It's the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and
1: Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side.
2: It's Friday, February 3rd, 2023. I'm Beckler. Shauna is off today. Hope you're doing well. Hope this Beckler and Shauna Pisscast finds you well. I want to give a shout out to our producer, Logan. It's his birthday today. I actually don't know how old Logan is turning, but he does a great job of making this podcast sound extra sharp. So happy birthday, Logan. Thanks for your work. Uh, I'm feeling great today. It's Friday. The weather has turned here in Calgary. It's supposed to be beautiful for the next week. I'm actually off to Phoenix tomorrow, so it's supposed to be really nice there. Um, looking forward to that trip. We started the show this morning. If you, if you listen to the podcast, you probably won't be aware of this, but we have a new segment first thing in the morning, like just after six o'clock, called the Out of Bed Banger. And we play a song that's quite different for the X Playlist. Like we'll play a deep cut or we'll play something from outside of our genre. Something you wouldn't normally hear on the station. And this morning I got to play X Go and Give It To You by DMX, which I would play for you here, but you're not allowed to play music on podcasts because we don't have the rights to it. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with the song. The reason I wanted to play that is we were watching, as a family, we were watching Coach Carter the other day. A basketball movie where Samuel Jackson coaches an inner city team. There's some character building along the way. Fantastic movie. Really great message. I wanted, you know, my boys love sports movies, and I was like, this is a great sports movie. It's got a great message behind it. We should watch it. Uh, Quite a few N-bombs in it, though. And I was trying trying to stress to my boys that although this is a word that you might hear in popular culture and in contemporary music, it's literally the one word that you just cannot say. I was like, there are lots of words that you shouldn't say That are hurtful, that are impolite This is the one word from which there is no coming back You'll, you'll never work again Dad, I'm five years old You'll never work again Coach Carter, fantastic movie though On today's show, uh, we're going to talk about another thing That just makes you instantly uncool A pretty disturbing call from a friend of the show Regarding that story uh, about my friend Whose kid had a worm, he pooped out a worm an etymology, Shauna left one of those for us before she went. We're going to talk a bit more about driving trucks across ice. A uh, dude who's done it for a while has a cool story. Vancouver is being soft again. I know we did this yesterday, but this was just too soft to pass up. Fortune 500 business and some suggestions for uh, a bit Fortune 500 business if you want to go ahead and grab this. My wife, McKenna, is on the show with her news You're going to hear a few different voices, actually, on the show. Um, Hilarious political quote that I heard just recently. It's true. It's a true quote, but it's also really funny. And a Dateline investigation after your out-of-context clip of the show. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: The Beckler and Shauna podcast. My
2: younger son, Brigham, he's uh, he's five. He's in kindergarten, and he wasn't feeling good the other day, so we kept him home from school. And the school like called to clear his absence, but they didn't call just once. They called me two times. They called my wife, McKenna, two times. They emailed both of us. They're serious. I was like, I don't think it was like that when we were growing up. Like, I don't. Did they call if you to clear an absence? Maybe once. But they like, and think of how many kids have been sick this year. Are they doing this for every kid? They are serious about clearing those absences. I was thinking like they were one step away from launching a full Dateline investigation into Brigham's whereabouts. It was a regular day in a suburban kindergarten classroom. Children were cutting pieces of construction paper and gluing them to other pieces of construction paper. Some children were tasting the glue, but an empty chair foreshadowed the mystery that would shock and puzzle educators. One child was missing. Fear gripped the administration as they made frantic phone calls and emails with one question on their lips. Where was Brigham Beckler? I was sick. You were sick?
3: Yeah. I wasn't feeling good.
2: Was he sick? Or was there a more sinister reason for his absence? We may never know. For Dateline NBC, I'm Andrew Beckler. Good night.
0: And Shauna podcast.
2: I don't really know how to get into this. I don't have a clever segue or anything. It's just something I was thinking about the other day. I read a lot of political discussions, a lot of op-eds, that sort of thing. Left-wing opinions, right-wing opinions. I try to whet my whistle with a, a bit of everything. And, you know, I can generally tell you things that I like and don't like from either end of the political spectrum. But these days, even saying, like, both sides or pointing out a hypocrisy at all the parties. Now, that's a bad thing. You can't say both sides anymore. That's bad. Being moderate, being centrist, being pragmatic, any of that, hyper-partisan folks just hate it. They want everybody to be as polarized as they are because then they can put you in a box. You think this, so you must also think this and this and this. And people aren't really like that. I've always said every vote I've ever made has been a compromise to some degree. And it's probably the same way for you, or at least I think it. it should be. But I saw this great, this great quote the other day online Just buried deep in a comment section I thought it was so funny About our right-wing, left-wing political division It said The real irony Is that our wings Are keeping society from flying <laughs> If that quote doesn't get at least one university student Some sweet play I don't know, man How can you read When you are blind?
0: We gotta do
2: And Shana podcast. You just heard the X92.9 Morning News. We also have my wife McKenna's version of the news. The stories that she thinks you need to know about. Uh, she and I recorded this late last night, so my apologies. McKenna's
0: X92.9 News.
3: It's me. I'm back, guys. Okay. Instagram model Mary Magdalene popped one of her thirty-eight J twenty-two pound breast implants, now making her very uneven. The cause to the public is unknown as of now. Um, if you have the chance to look up her Instagram, I would though. Her name is Mary Magdalene, and she's Canadian too. But her, they're so big, they're like a twenty-two pound. You got photos. I uh, we can pull them up
2: later. Those are some sweater <laughs> puppies. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Ugh, she has Back pain. Okay, there hasn't been much in Bachelor news for a while, so I'm excited to tell you guys about this one. Okay, so there's a rumor that exes Rachel and Clayton, who are both contestants on the show before becoming the lead, are now dating after participating together on like a collab TikTok.
2: Holy hell, I'm lost.
3: They had a nasty breakup. So this is like a big deal to potentially see them start dating again. So like on Clayton season, Clayton basically slept with all girls in the top four. Do you remember that?
2: I'm trying to picture these people and I don't remember them.
3: Rachel was not very happy about it. But they've been seen together on on TikTok. Okay. Calgary wrestling legend Leaping Lenny. That's a really tough one to say. The legend Leaping Lenny, he passed away at 68. Okay. Calling Hoover.
2: <laughs> okay. Every, every story. Okay. <laughs> Did you digest that? Okay.
3: What are you saying? You like to go? Okay.
2: You just, you just, you just finish your story. See, Leaping Lenny passes away at age 68. And then, and no then just one. into your next door, you don't go, hug it. <laughs> <laughs> hug it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> hug it. <laughs> Colin Hoover is now the most popular writer on TikTok right now after some huge book hits such as Reminders of Him and It Ends With Us. Have you guys ever read any of her books? They're honestly so good. I'm not like a big book reader But I got into her books And I can't Like that's all I want to do Is read books They're like They're they're spicy Like like I can't say that word You can say spicy No but what's another You know what I'm meaning Like a little racy Like, like a little some, sexual Yes yeah. I don't know if I can say that Yeah Okay they're sexual <laughs> Emotional Twisted And everything you would want In a book I'm addicted If anyone wants to borrow mine Just call
0: me
2: And now you're informed, I guess. The
0: Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
2: I was listening to my favorite podcast yesterday. The host is Sam Harris. Very smart guy. Uh, And he recently quit Twitter because I think he was getting sucked too deep into it, which happens to the best of us, right? I've been sucked too deep into the Internet before. I know some people who have, like, lost their minds on Twitter. And he said this to put it all into perspective. And I think it was just a, a great... A great clip here that I want to play for you. And he's American, so he's using American examples. But you could easily swap out the names, and his point still
1: stands. I mean, really? You just have to react to that thing that AOC said, about that thing that Tucker Carlson said, about that thing the cops may or may not have done in a city you've never been to and will never go to even if you live a thousand years. And then you need to respond to all the people who didn't understand what you meant, or who are just pretending not to understand what you meant. And you're going to do this a dozen times a day? For what, the rest of your life? Oh, you're not going to do that? You're just going to watch other people do it every day? And then what, you're going to find your real life in between all of that scrolling? What an astounding waste of time. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
2: Here's another one for the Fortune 500 list of local businesses with great puns in their names. Uh, I passed this vehicle yesterday on the road. It was a truck for a, I think there's like a contracting company called All Decked Out. They build decks. That's clean. That's a solid pun, clean pun. I might have gone a different direction with that. It's actually surprising, too, that we don't see more puns, I think, in the construction business because it's ripe, and especially when you're talking about, like, like decks. Like, you could go with deck and walls, deck head, Tom, deck, and Harry, deck measuring contest, whip out your deck, big swinging decks. These are all available, too, for anybody who is starting a business. I don't believe these names are taken right now. Feel free to help yourself. And oftentimes companies who make decks will also build fences and stuff. So I have Sick Fence, None the Richer, Common Fence, Fenstrel Products, not really sure about that last one yet The
0: Beckler and Shana podcast.
2: we had some Vancouver soft stories on the show yesterday and I try not to do this two days in a row but I don't know they must be in a period of softness maximum right now <laughs> a period of high soft activity because I don't there's lots of it coming friend of the show Nils sent me this story uh, I guess out at the airport there YVR They got a bunch of rabbits running around, and they've hired a contractor to come in and call some of this growing rabbit population. Which is really a fancy way of saying they've hired a dude with a rifle to come in and mark a bunch of rabbits. And people are not happy about it. That these rabbits are being killed. Why would they kill these rabbits? Why? I don't know, because wildlife on runways is dangerous, and a plane full of human lives takes precedence over a rabbit? That'd be my guess. Now... Some of the complaints are legitimate I'll stop the music for a second Some of the complaints are legitimate Because apparently some of the staff claimed They weren't notified that this was happening And then they were surprised to see a dude With a rifle walking around outside of the airport And I'm like, okay, fair enough That would be alarming to most people But there were plenty of soft comments from people That were just upset that they were Killing the rabbits in the first place You know, as if every jurisdiction in the world Particularly around their airport Didn't do some sort of wildlife population control Hashtag save the bunnies Hashtag Vancouver soft Secondly, several of these videos have come down my feed recently. (laughs) Excuse me. People who have moved here from Vancouver are considering a move to Calgary from Vancouver. And I don't know if this is in response to that Alberta is calling campaign or what. But the comments are always so funny to read on these videos. And I'll say first, Vancouver is a beautiful city. If I had bottomless money, I would consider living there. But I don't. But people think Calgary is some hellscape. Like some... Winter Mad Max wasteland, like we said before, like Jason Kenney's eye atop the Calgary Tower, just scanning. Comments like, uh, the, the winters are too rough. I mean, Calgary winters aren't even that bad. I'm from Saskatchewan. They're so much worse there. They're so much worse in Edmonton, Manitoba, Northern Ontario, the parts of Quebec and the Maritimes where they get dummied with snow. If a Calgary winter is too much for you, you might be a soft Canadian. And then there are always comments like this, and this gets me too. people will say, as a brown person, I think I'll stay in Vancouver. Like, again, what do people think is happening here? Calgary is the third most diverse city in Canada, did you know that? 240 different ethnicities live in this city. And even when I think of my old group of friends, like half of them are first or second generation immigrants, and they're just thriving here. People come here from all over, and they thrive. And it's because Calgary is for everyone. As long as you're not super soft. The
1: Beckler and Shauna podcast.
2: It's funny to me that as often as we rip on Vancouver and the lower mainland and, you know, Vancouver Island, um, we still have quite a few friends of the show who listen from out there, who are, who are able to take the jokes in stride and often even send us Vancouver Soft content themselves, which is really funny. I got an email the other day from a friend of the show, Erna, who said I lived in Calgary for a long time and I just moved to Halifax. I used to listen to your morning show every day and I really miss it, so now I listen to the podcast. Thanks for making the move a little easier. Thank you, Erna. I believe most of our audience, maybe not most, but the majority of our audience uh, lives in Calgary or around here, but we do have quite a few people who listen you know, in other provinces, even in other countries, which is, is super cool. And that's something that Shauna and I have been talking about with our boss recently. It's like, how can we grow this podcast, like, beyond Calgary? So, uh, we've heard from from many people who listen from afar, but if you've never reached out to us and you listen in a different country or in a different province, far away. Far away. Uh, let us know, because it's cool to hear those, Like like we said, we just put this out, we have no idea really... Who's listening? Where? I'm sure they have those analytics on the back end, but we don't have access to that. That's all handled by our, our digital folks. We just come on here and talk, and hope you keep listening. I know for sure we have a few fans in Eridry, where the new community of Midtown has popped up. Shane Holmes builds three types of homes in Midtown: single-family front drive homes, lane homes, and paired homes. And when I was looking on the map yesterday, when they say that the community is centrally located, they're not kidding. Uh, this Midtown is like dead in the middle of town it's it's perfect if you're moving to Airdrie for more info ShaneHolmes.com Shane Holmes, the better way to build The Beckler and Shauna podcast earlier this week on the show I was telling you this story that I heard from my dad about this guy he used to know who uh, he, this guy did some trucking on the ice roads up in northern Saskatchewan and he said they would drive with the doors open in case the truck broke through the ice and they had to bail out real quickly and I thought that was incredible I got this call from front of the show, Scott.
1: Yeah, I used to do that as well. We would do that, I uh, worked for a lumber company, and uh, a lot of times in the northern community where I was from, it's much cheaper to drive the material out in the winter time than have it barged in the summer. So uh, we would drive with the doors open, and uh, the one thing that you had to make sure of is when you get close to the shore, I asked the driver why he was stopping, and he said because if the wave bounces off the shore and comes back and you drive over your own wave, you'll go through. Whoa. Oh, interesting. Really?
4: That
2: also makes yeah. sense. I didn't even think that, that a truck should... would be making a wave underneath the ice.
1: Yeah, that's right. And a lot of these trucks are grossly overloaded because they're trying to maximize the trip out. Of course. Um... So, you, yeah, you create a wave underneath the ice, and when it hits the shore, and if it bounces back, you have to wait until the, the wave dissipates before you can continue uh, to drive over the island and then off into the...
2: Wow. Mm. Someone yeah. learned that the hard way, didn't they? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, we would drive with the seatbelts unbuckled, and the doors kind of just unlatched, not completely open, but, yeah, if it went through, you were... Uh, Ready to
2: bail. Wow. Man, I just thought if you got wet, like you wouldn't last long, right? No.
1: Well, typically I suppose those guys would all carry a lighter and, you know, and stuff like that. Like you, you don't go do stuff like that if you can't build a fire.
2: (laughs) Good point. Yeah, you're not up there if you have no survival skills at all, right? (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Exactly. What, whereabouts were you from?
1: Uh, Kenora, Ontario, small little town just uh, on the other side of the Manitoba-Ontario border.
2: Kenora is beautiful.
1: Yeah, it is. Lake of the Woods. Yeah. Yeah. It's God's Uh, country
2: out that way. God's country.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We did a lot of deliveries out in the wintertime there. There's 10,000 islands, so a lot of it was uh, the, the ice roads went over the islands as well, so you would go over the island and then back onto the lake and then over another island and back onto the lake, so there was a lot of stopping and waiting. For your wave to dissipate before uh, you could approach the island. The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
2: Before Shauna took off yesterday for the weekend, I asked her to look into an etymology for me. Etymology with Shauna. I heard a word the other day and I was like, huh, where does that come from? Somebody was talking about a pilot. And I was like, well, a pilot can refer to, I mean, the aviation. Use of it. Yep. It mean, flies a plane. It can also be like a pilot episode, a pilot light in a gas appliance. Yeah. Where does the term pilot come from, Shauna?
4: So pilot originally was used to refer to somebody who steers a ship. So not uh, flying a plane, uh, but a ship.
2: So not the captain, but the pilot of the, the ship.
4: The pilot of the ship. Uh, and that comes from the French word pilote, which is from Italian piloto, which means rudder or helmsman. Mm. So the actual rudder of the ship is what, that's what pilot used to be. And of course, then when you think about steering the ship, well, you are the physical rudder. So there you go. That comes from the word pedon, which means a steering oar. Okay. So then you can see the progression, right? Um, And from that, that comes from podos, which means foot. Hmm. So foot then means the steering oar, which I guess kind of makes sense because it's the bottom of the ship, right? Kind of
2: or before we had ore technologies the person with the biggest foot would just hang it out the back the, of the boat right? I mean when you
4: think about it some rudders do look like feet you're right yeah it's like the dragging of a foot <laughs> a giant ass foot like your wife's foot who's so- giant she could giant. be an in- she could be her own rudder.
2: She, who's got the biggest feet here? If we're ever like <laughs> shipwrecked and floating on a door somewhere, size them like, up and there you hang go. One them, hang one of those shits off the back. And yeah, yeah.
4: But she's a good person to know if you ever need somebody to steer the ship. That's for sure.
2: Oh, she was. We were killing ourselves yesterday because she was like. I forgot what she was doing, but she was touching me, and I was like, "You've got the biggest hands, too." I was like, "You've, <laughs> you have bricklayer's hands. <laughs> like they're just so big and strong and hard." Oh my god! I was like, were you a bricklayer before I met you? I'm sure she was really flattered <laughs> oh, by yeah, that. As she well. loved that. Yeah, yeah she of that. I'm sure. How did it then come to refer to the first episode of a TV show? Is it just because that's kind of what steers the ship of the TV show? Of the,
4: I think so. Like, there's not a whole lot to explain why that became, but that would. Kind of explain it, right? It's because it's the, yeah, the 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 initial kind of thing that... At the head of it? Yeah, yeah. at the head of things. Etymology
0: with Shauna. The and Shauna Podcast.
2: Are there any words that you know, and you know what they mean, and you know how to use them, but you second-guess yourself on the pronunciation... Maybe it's just because of the nature of this work that I think about this, but um, I, I, I read this word the other day, and I'm going to, I don't know if I'm even going to say it right, but to walk on two feet, is it bipedal or bipedal? I don't know how to, I'm not sure. So I've never used it in a sentence because I didn't want to sound stupid. There are, few, <laughs> there are a few other words like that too. Like a, a film about someone's life. I'm never sure if that's biopic or biopic. Or even, maybe this this just means I'm a dumb guy, but um, is it Basil or Basil? One of them is someone's name and the other is what comes on pizza and disappoints me. Um, <laughs> I read this, this quote one time that I thought was really great, uh, that you shouldn't be embarrassed to mispronounce a word. Because if you're using the word correctly, that means that you've only ever read it. You've never heard it spoken aloud. And typically, people are, who are reading books or reading material uh, with words that they don't understand are expanding their vocabulary. They're expanding their mind. You know, it's, it's a sign of it's actually a sign of intellectualism to not be able to pronounce a word correctly if you're using the word correctly, because it means you only ever read it. And I'm all for bigger vocabularies. I think sometimes maybe you got to be a little careful, though. Like a friend was telling me he was in a meeting the other day and this sort of uppity woman at his company he was referred to a box of ephemera that she had. she referred to her small box of ephemera. I didn't even know what that meant. I had to look it up. It's like old letters and stuff, but ephemera. Yikes. That's a tough one to use in a sentence and not sound snobbish. Might want to keep that one to yourself.
0: The and Shana Podcast.
2: Earlier this week on the show, I was telling you this disturbing story. Uh, my friend's young son wasn't feeling good for a few days just recently. And then he went to the bathroom and a worm came out of him. Big worm. And I saw the photos and it's just the worst. It's, it's burned into my brain. I'll never unsee it. Uh, and then I got this call from friend of the show, Mel. I uh, hope you're not eating right now.
5: Uh, you're friendly uh, vet tech. So I hate to burst your bubble, but uh, they did a study, and one in four adults has worms.
2: You know, that wouldn't surprise me.
5: And do you know where we get them? Where? From our pets. Oh, really? Yeah, because not enough people deworm their pets monthly. And, yeah, your pets pick them up all over the place, like little eggs on the ground. We have, like, a, a large wildlife population, right?
2: And they can jump from pets to humans? Uh, your dog looks your face. Uh.
5: Your little baby. Like, your kids are at the highest risk because they're on the floor, yep. in the ground. For, yeah. So, yeah.
2: Wow. Oh, that is... Whew.
5: So, if you have kids and pets, deworm you your pets.
2: Okay, well, that's some solid advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <It's> um, bad. <laughs> well, I know and like yeah. you know they like our bodies are hosts to billions of other organisms, right? And we mm-hmm. yeah. but it's just something about like it coming out of, you, I think. Yeah, it's, it's totally. so much worse.
5: Well, when I was when I was in tech school, we had to dissect a cat and like I would say 50% of our cats, open their stomach and they're just it looked like spaghetti.
2: Oh my, god. Oh, my, oh my god
4: Gross Oh my god Oh my god Please stop
2: <laughs> God I'm in the I'm in the right line of work Because I couldn't handle oh, that disgusting no. <laughs> The Beckler and
0: Shauna Podcast
2: Recently on the show We were talking about Things that Instantly make you uncool Like things that happen to you Or This was inspired by getting The wind knocked out of you Because so many people Get real uncool When they get the wind Knocked out of them They kind of panic They think they'll never Breathe again We also talked about you know, getting zapped with electricity—that can bring down even the burliest trades person. You make a uh, <laughs> some little noise like that, and just, it's involuntary. It's just what electricity does to the human body, no matter how cool. Uh, what was the one we talked about earlier this week? I'm drawing a blank now. Oh, stubbing your toe. That's right. It just—it doesn't matter how cool you are. You stub your toe. You're down on the floor. <laughs> Making all kinds of noises. Well, I saw another one online recently. I thought this was really funny. I'd share it with you. But someone said, it's just impossible to look cool chasing a ping pong ball around the floor. And that's true. If you've ever played table tennis, if you've ever played beer pong and the ball goes off the table and you got to chase it around, there's just no way to look cool doing that. Because you're bent in half and you're like dodging furniture. Like, it doesn't matter if you're... You could be as cool as David Bowie. David Bowie in someone's basement chasing a ping-pong ball around. He's still like, oh, bloody hell, where'd it go now?
0: You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
1: Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Parent homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side.
0: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative, X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.